moment here for some people to come in hey dude john madigan's on there already cool to see john fantastic all right all right am i live is this all working yes you are live and now people on facebook can hear you <laughs> welcome welcome it's good to see everyone i'm still a meatball when it comes to technology <laughs> yeah so am i that's i have people who usually handle this stuff for me they make me look a lot better than I actually am. Let me go ahead and see if I can switch the... I tried to, you know, martial arts it off with the uh, Cobra Kai. Oh, look at that. That is awesome. Yeah, so we all have a shirt of special significance. My shirt's better. And Tavert from So I Married an Axe Murder. Awesome, and I got the Kung Fu Genius sport in there. Fantastic. Cool. How you guys doing? It's been a minute since I've seen you guys. It's been like about a month. Yeah, we're doing. I'm doing well. It's... Uh... Busy and cold, but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much the same here. We got Sifu David Peterson on. That's awesome. Steve Strutt, Robert Santiago, and My nerve course, John Madigan. Super <laughs> cool. Uh, so, yeah, so tonight we are going to do something special for our uh, Dudes of Kung Fu Legacy Live. We're going to do something that actually a big Sean wanted to do. So um, I know whenever you use the word roast, it always tends to have the idea of like something kind of mean spirited. I don't think there's any way we can be super mean spirited to big Sean, uh, but he wanted to roast his old JKD instructional videos, which he shot back in the day. I assume these were maybe the early 2000s. Do you guys remember? I when think it was before these? then. It was before then. Because I think it was a couple, two, three years before we started with him. Mm. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, just judging by the way he looked and the video quality. <laughs> it looks maybe like it's late 90s or something like that. Yeah, I want to say um, like 98-ish. 97, got 98. Got it. And he, but he had, a, he had a website at that time already, as we know, uh, you know, Big Sean was kind of an innovator of... Uh, uh, you know, one of the first guys to kind of jump on the whole, you know, putting this stuff online and having the Jeet Kune Do forum and all this stuff. So because he at the end of the video, he he talks about the website and stuff. And, you know, in, in that way, um, he was kind of really ahead of his time in terms of like using the Internet to get his name out there. Is that how you guys found out about him? We found out through Pete. Oh, OK. All right. Interesting. Through, the, through these videos, basically, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I th I'm pretty sure that's how. Yeah. I, he was on the phone and then got the videos. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yep. Got it. So yep. the um, so big, uh, big Sean, I think a couple, let's say a few months before he passed away, he actually uh, came to me with the idea. He said, we should totally, he's like, oh, I found my old JKD instructional videos and we should totally roast them <laughs> because he was a bit embarrassed by the, um, you know, the, the, the quality of them or, uh, you know, um, I don't think so much the content because uh, I didn't have a chance to see them until uh, just a few weeks ago. Um, John Madigan, Big Sean's son, uh, sent them to me and I had a chance to watch them and if you exclude the late 90s kind of self-editing style of the videos, 
I mean, from an informational perspective, they're really quite good. I mean, I've seen a lot of uh, Jeet Kune Do instructional videos. And in terms of like, just like this, these are like the basics of JKD. These are the things you need to understand. It's probably as straightforward and as um, accurate, I think, as one would ever want. If you want to have an introduction into JKD with the basic footwork, basic ideas, the kickboxing, the trapping and all that stuff, this is kind of the best video series I've seen. And, uh, you know, perhaps I'm a bit biased because he's, you know, he's my buddy. But um, have you guys had a chance to watch the videos recently? So, yeah, we, so, yeah, John sent them to us um, probably the same time he sent them to you. See, Sean had, we always trained in Sean's basement um, when he moved to Staten Island. And he had this almost locked secret cabinet in the back behind the weights and behind some other stuff. And, you know, sometimes it'd be slightly ajar and you would just see, I mean, stacks of VHSs. I mean, uh -huh. He had bought that he had that people had given him that he had recorded fights over that he had recorded someone else's copy of things and I mean just a treasure trove of early JKD stuff and in all martial arts and in the back we never saw his tapes he never wanted to show them to us embarrassed by him he's like oh you know you know we're things you guys do are light years ahead of that. Uh -huh. um, you know, they're always tucked way in back and they're like, let's, let's watch those. Let's watch those. And it was just, you know, he, Sean was unique in that he obviously put himself out there and promoted himself in so many ways, but in so many ways he was still, you know, so humble and almost, right. you know, embarrassed by some stuff or, or uh, just not confident about other things. But, um, you know, those tapes were, uh, we never got around to having a viewing you know, family viewing, we'll say together. Interesting. Yeah, it's understandable. I mean, like when I look back at some of my old stuff that I shot, like uh, the Howcast series or whatever, when you see an older version of you and you know how far you've come, even just in, even if you teach the same material, but you might like present it in a much better way now, or you might be a bit, you know, it's always difficult to look at like older versions of yourself uh, and and be like, yeah, yeah, it's totally fine. Let's watch that. You know, I mean, I, I, I think of stuff, I was doing three, four years ago, and I'm already like, yeah, um, I do that a little bit differently now. Now, I don't know, you guys, maybe you guys know better than me. Sean, I believe he told, told me on the podcast a couple times that he had said something that he had a video series before he actually had it, and then people started ordering it, and then he basically had to make it. So uh, yeah, do, do, it was do you on remember the what the story was? Yeah, it was completely just on the fly. He just went out, he told... Lori to go out and buy a bunch of VHS tapes and they I think Walt and a couple of the guys went over to his brother's office building and just like threw the videos together on a weekend and then just made like hundreds of copies with a couple VCRs. Yeah, That's so funny. There was, Old someone he, there was someone he ran into or, or wanted to take lessons from him or I forget what he said or, or how do I find or how do I learn and uh, he's like he wasn't local. So Sean said, you know, buy my tapes. And, you know, <laughs> and then he runs home and goes, Lori, we got to, we got to make some tapes. Like, I, just sold, I just sold two copies. And she's like, you don't have any, you know? So, yeah. It was, it was something along the lines of that. Like, you know, someone wanted to learn from him that was, a, was not local. And he pre pre sold a few copies of the tapes before production happened. Right. And then from what I understood, I mean, they sold quite well. I mean, he actually like he, he got rid of a few of these, uh, apparently. Yeah. 
I think most of them. <laughs> yeah, that that's amazing. So, um, yeah, so I, I had a chance to watch them a few weeks ago when uh, John sent them to me. And, you know, if, if you get over, like, the terrible editing and, like, the very self-created, like, it's, it's, it's what the Hong Kong people call editing in the camera, <laughs> right? There's, like, no post-production going on. I think even the title screen is just filmed a piece of paper or something like that, right? And uh, the, the cuts, like... I don't know if you guys remember the old video cameras, they used to have a button where you could like fade out before it would stop recording. So it was almost like nowadays in post, you add the transitions and the fades and stuff, but you would do it like you would hit a button and then the camera would fade out like this. And apparently whoever was filming quite a number of times when Sean's kind of winding down, he would hit that fade button and Sean would still be talking while the thing Here. faded out. <laughs> I think it might be Walt, so we better okay. be careful. He keeps saying he who must not be named. So. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Well, clearly there was no communication going on between whoever was shooting it and Big Sean. So what I did was I made a, I made a, um, I, I have this, it's three uh, tapes. And what I did was I made like a kind of a super cut. Uh, it's about 10 minutes what I cut together because, uh, you know, uh, um, Big Sean wanted to roast these things. He says, hey, man, we should do a live episode, show the videos and just roast the hell out of them. Because I think it had come to the point where like he didn't want to show you guys because maybe he was a little embarrassed. But then it finally came to the point where he was like, all right, whatever, let's just talk about it. Like, I think towards the end, he had reconciled the fact that, you know, like anything that's 20, you know, 15, 20 years old, it's always going to be of its time, no matter, even if it was good when it first came out. Uh, and so he wanted to do this. So I, I feel that we're just fulfilling one of his wishes here. So I, I put it into little segments. So the first segment is just like the opening. I put a little couple little subtitles in there. And um, in addition to that, I put some quick clips. So let's Let's take a look at the first part. I'm going to um, I'm going to share screen here. Uh, so if you guys will bear with me, and hopefully this all works out. All right, here we go. Can you guys see this blue screen? Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I think the tapes were damaged when they digitized them because there's quite a few like now, snowy moments. Yeah. That, well, th that definitely was the case. Now. Um, if you if you look, I shazammed the song that he uses for the opening, and Shazam <laughs> and Shazam says it's "Hot in the City" by Billy Idol, but I don't know. Is that "Hot in the City" by Billy Idol? I have no idea. And he's sparing no expense on the high end titling right there. This goes on forever, by the way, people. It just goes on. This is most of the video here. You're not hearing sound, are you? Oh, you didn't hear any sound on that? No. Not very loud. Interesting. Oh, that's too bad. You guys can still hear me though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm one. I think I heard his voice, but it was really it was super quiet. All right, let me play. Do you hear him now? Yeah, it's super quiet. Super quiet. Oh, I have the I have the audio cranked all the way up. I don't know why that would be so quiet. Maybe that's like because we're also streaming on Facebook. It doesn't like like the double video feed or something like that. Um, I'll, I'll... Yeah. People are just going to have to hear us like this. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
Yeah, I gotta be cranked up. I don't know. I don't know if there's any. I don't know how much I could do. I'm I'm like the world's worst technical guy here. Um, we'll try it again. Okay, so uh, all right, let's try that again. Look at that head of hair though on that guy. I know. That's why I'm like, you know, timeline wise, I'm like, okay, wh where is this? Right? Oh, jealous. <laughs> uh. He was younger than we are now in that video. Right, right, right. Crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll try it again. I don't know. Again, I'm a technical idiot. I'm the Kung Fu genius. I'm not the anything else genius. Okay. Let's try again. Okay. That's better. Better. Oh, so you can. Oh, so let's listen to that opening song then. It says it's hot in the city. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> Doesn't sound like a Billy Idol song. It's probably some generic music that he just got off the, yes. <laughs> off the web. Yeah. Some sort of Look at that high-end titling shot off the screen right there. <laughs> this is high-level stuff, guys. <laughs> no scripts. Nothing. Yeah. Be formless when introducing a video. <laughs> Here comes the best part. Did he just he's, put up an Enter the Dragon poster? He stares at the camera for 10 seconds. <laughs> I count it's 10 seconds and then it fades out. It's so great. They, they totally hung posters like an Enter the Dragon poster. Well, yeah. was it? Wasn't it required by law in in the 20th century to have a Ender the Dragon poster if you taught either Wing Chun or Jeet Kune Do? <laughs> Otherwise, they, they 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 wouldn't they wouldn't let you do it right without that. Let's uh let's continue. There's some there's some great editing gems. We're gonna see now in the same video every time it cuts to a new scene, he says hello or he kind of like goes all right now we're back as if we had gone anywhere right. Went to, went to commercial break and now exactly we're back. right. It's like. We just, we're still here. We didn't go anywhere, right? Check these out. These are great. Video calibration, sorry. This is from one video. Now look at the closing. They're even better. That was a nice long one. Yes. <laughs> He's still talking and they cut him off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is just a, in an office space that his brother had. Right. There's some random poster behind him. He just keeps cutting it off. It's just so, it's so painful. It's so long. It's so great. This one's the best though. He yeah. just walks back. <laughs> He's like, all right, <laughs> I'm done. How come I'm still seeing the red light? <laughs> yeah, that's so great. <laughs> that one is awesome. So obviously there's more, but I just wanted to kind of get started with that because that is like, I, I can see why um, when Sean talked to me about it, he's like, yeah, we got to roast this because 
you know, just all the production values. I mean, clearly they just had like an old school, you know, uh, video recorder and they're just fading it out, stopping and starting in. So there are no edits. This thing is basically shot straight through, right? From what I can tell, I don't think they actually edited anything. Yeah, I mean, he was probably like, all right, in the next scene, this is what we're going to do and blah, blah, blah. So for them, it is welcome back because it's probably been 10 minutes since they pressed you know shut, shut the camera off yeah. right exactly exactly <laughs> but yeah so so funny i mean like obviously nowadays it, it's a lot easier to make videos because i mean what you have on your own phone now you can edit a 4k video just with your phone right but back then it was a big laborious process and you weren't gonna like shoot video and then try to edit it so it's like you're gonna try to just get you want to be a one take jake when you have the big you know, I can imagine the video recorder was like that big that they were using, right? And it's like <laughs> fading it. Okay, next scene, and you got to do it all in one take, right? And and we're yeah. talking about VHS tape era recording here. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Johnny just said, uh, and he wasn't alive yet to edit, so <laughs> <laughs> that's right. It's before his time, is yeah. Oh man, does that make us feel old? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible sometimes when when you you know you look and it's now 2021 and you realize there are people who could have just had a birthday in the last you know the last month or so who were born in the year 2000 who now can drink <laughs> like it it's like oh my god that's unbelievable time you know he's he's probably around 30 in this video yeah wow wow you know he's he's definitely at least 30 but it's like between 30 and 33 yeah. Incredible. Be. Incredible. All right. So now the, the next bit, let's see what I got here. I think, um, I think I just have some choice clips. Let's see what comes next here. Can you guys hear it? Can we come back? Yeah. Oh, sorry. There was another fade out. <laughs> now here he talks about the stance. I thought this was pretty good. Can the people Facebook. on Facebook do it? Now, what I like about this, he's describing the toe in the foot position, but it's totally cut off from the camera. Yeah. You can't see it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, here, let me come and step in front of the camera. Not only is the camera too high, but he's now stepping in front of the exactly. camera. Exactly. High, <laughs> high end stuff. Monzo? I mean, this is also before he met Tom Kagan and really right. got into Wing Chung. So. Yeah, but what? So yeah, that's interesting because I was I was going to ask you guys about the timeline there. But the one thing about it is, even though this is before his um, formal Wing Chun training, he was still very respectful of like this is going to make Wing Chun people cringe. Like he was very aware of that kind of stuff even at that yeah. time, which shows you um, just how aware he was as a martial artist in terms of what he was doing and 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 what that was. His damn shirt pull. He used to do that all the time. What was that? He always just he just pull on his shirt all the time. Like it was uh -huh. just like 
his nervous thing he would do. Got it, got it. With, you know, with his weight, but like, well, he would just like it was just his always. That was like his tick. You, know? you, you can tell he's nervous because he doesn't he, he doesn't want to make a mistake because they don't want to have to edit anything. <laughs> he, doesn't want to, he doesn't want to piss off the guy behind the camera. Let me tell right, you. Right, right. <laughs> and what he's saying is like is very important stuff. Like this is good information that he's giving out about. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, and building the, the attack, you know, the five yeah. ways attack based off those. Yeah. I mean, I was watching this and, you know, it's like the information is unbelievable. I mean, I found these very entertaining, not just for the weird editing flubs, but I mean, in terms of the uh, instructional stuff, I mean, it's really top level stuff. Video calibration. <laughs> Video calibration break. Like the Wayne's World. Game off. <laughs> now watch the autofocus on this one. <laughs> Autofocus is for karate guys. He's moving so fast that yes. it needed to Here we go, master of Chinese. <laughs> Jick tech. <laughs> Tansel. <laughs> I just had to keep throwing those in. Those are great. Video calibration. Now we see him in action here a little bit. His timing was so, so good. Yeah. His hands just flow. For such a big guy, it always amazed me how, how his hands would just flow and never, he would never get stuck on his clothes or his body or right. everything was just perfect. What you don't see is him probably stepping on his foot as he's doing these. <laughs> right. That was the worst. And then he just push your hip out and you'd be staked to the floor and lying, awesome. on your back, lying on your back you'd be one of those kids punching bags the weighted punching bags that goes that down and coming back this way yeah because <laughs> it's like either either fall down and blow your achilles out or come back for more <laughs> right. i like i like this little flow he's got here where he's kind of showing the different locks is pretty cool yeah Uh, this is, I love to see him do this and move. I mean, very cool, very easy. So awesome. And that Enter the Dragon post is so perfectly placed. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I could watch this stuff for hours, man. This is so much fun. Yeah, when he first sent it to me, it was a little hard to watch at the time because it was just after. Right. So I watched the trapping video, but I didn't yeah. get the other. I don't know if a lot of the listeners know, but Sean's Sean was Big JKD, and then he was Combative Solutions, which he moved more into an MMA-based type of training and had some fighters compete. And then he went back to Big JKD, Big JKD Wing Chun. 
and um, you know it, his evolution from you know starting JKD, then going to MMA, and then going back full circle, and then really training in Wing Chun under Tom for I don't know how long was he training with Tom? Probably fifteen years. Fifteen years. Um, fifteen and yeah, fifteen or more. Yeah. He was always a martial artist at heart. You always love the traditional aspect of that. And it just, you know, made sense for him to come back to that. And in the end, it was more about that. Obviously, his health stuff contributed, but more about the non-physical side of the martial arts and the family stuff. And, you know, um, just sharing knowledge and just, you know. Really helping us. Yeah, you know, that's right. what it was about for him. We had a, we had a question um, in the uh, in in the comments, um, and I, I could probably answer this. It was who was Sean's teacher around this time? He was already learning from Steve Golden at this time because he says it later in the video. Um, do you re do you remember around what his timeline was when he? So how, maybe about how long had he been learning from uh, Steve Golden at, around the time that he did this video? I want to say they started communicating in the early nineties. Mm -hmm. um, but it, I don't think they did any like seminar training until like 97, 98. So it was basically just through emails and phone calls. He said he talked to Steve every day on the phone. Right. Unless Steve gave him some crazy, you know, he, he Steve's kind of funny. He likes to to make you work out the problem. So if you have a question, he just answers it with another question. And then right, when you find right. the answer to that question, you'll find the answer. So he would always give those to Sean. And like two weeks later, he, he didn't hear from Sean for like two weeks. And then Sean will call him. Is it, you know, is it this? And of course he just has another question for him. Right, right, right. That's incredible. That's incredible. Do you know, had, had he planned to do another video series, like an updated one, or uh, maybe putting you guys in the fourth. Did, did he ever talk about doing something like that? Yeah. He wanted to do a JKD Blueprint. Right. Book and video series. Yeah, he wanted us to help him map it out and, you know, come down and shoot it. And of course, have Johnny, sorry, my dog is being a dog. Um, Johnny come down, or Johnny come edit it. And um, yeah, we talked about it a few times. Incredible. Yeah. We also, uh, Big Sean and I talked uh, about doing um, doing a project. We wanted to do two books together. And uh, the books were um, Wing Chun for Jeet Kundo people. And the other one is Jeet Kundo for Wing Chun people. <laughs> yeah, and so, it, it, you know, because he, he wanted to kind of expose JKD people to, you know, kind of maybe a, a, a bit clearer idea of what Wing Chun is about. And then for Wing Chun people, give them a base to move around and to use some of their stuff maybe in a different setting or a different distance. And I, I really looked forward to that project because I, I, I wanted to see what, you know, what Sean was gonna come up with and, and what, he, what he wanted to show Wing Chun people in terms of, uh, you know, JKD stuff. And I, I was really looking forward to that project. And, you know, unfortunately, um, it's, you know, not, not, not going to come to be in that same form, but, um, you know, on, on a side note, and I may have mentioned it last time that, um, uh, Big Sean, uh, wrote the foreword for my upcoming wooden dummy book. 
So, uh, and I, I couldn't be, uh, you know, it was, I mean, and he sent it to me maybe about four weeks be, before he passed. So uh, for me, it's, it's extra bittersweet. And I, I, yeah. some people got a little confused because I just recently came out with a, a cheese out book and in the cheese out book, I have a dedication to big Sean, but it's not, it's not the foreword that he wrote for me. That's for my wooden dummy book, which hasn't come out yet. But um, my, my cheese out book has, a dedication there in the in the front to him and a photo of him doing Tisao with uh, Steve Golden, and uh, I think that uh, he he he'd like that very much. Also, um, I mentioned last time, and I've been working on this really hard for uh, fans of Dudes of Kung Fu. I'm I'm working on a book um, about the Dudes of Kung Fu, kind of an anthology book where I'm writing. Uh, kind of you know the story about how dudes started and like behind the scenes stuff and then season by season we listed all the episodes and then I put like maybe like a little story or a little something like a little background about each episode if I could remember it and then we had a lot of the dudes fans um, send us they we had them go season by season and episode by episode and send us their favorite clips and little bits from you know the the show so we're, i'm going to include that in the book and it's going to be called uh, dudes of kung fu the big sean era and uh it's going to be you know it's just him on the cover it's not even me it's just him on the cover and um you know going to make this thing like uh you know it's about it's for fans of dudes of kung fu like get the background all that kind of stuff but um john wrote uh, a bit for it as well and uh you know i'm i'm still putting it together but uh, I'll, I'll do that as as fast as i possibly can and we're looking to after um, after expenses and 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 you know getting the thing paid or whatever, we're gonna find a a charity uh, to to you know sell the book for charities. I think that would be the, the best thing to do for it in in the memory of Big Sean. So I'm looking very much forward to uh, to that as well. And uh, yeah, that's I guess the best we can do. Not having the chance to do this Wing Chun for JKD people and JKD for Wing Chun people. So let's. Um, <laughs> Let's continue here and see what other little gems await us. Welcome back. All right, welcome back. Yes. Okay, here we go. Uh, this is him being a trainer, so holding mitts and stuff like that. Put a few of those things on there. I never liked those mitts. <laughs> they look big and daunting. They're so there, but they're super oh. soft. They're super soft. And it, I just, see. I just never, I never liked hitting those things. You still got them. Yeah, didn't he get into like a padded um, emit that you could like hit back with and stuff after? Yeah, he had one that he could hit on like a throw a jab after that, like a top padded area, and then he had right. those like those way more denser, like almost old school ones. Right. 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 He had, he had everything. His, his basement is just a, you know. He full, Here he talks a little. Full, yeah. campo, full campo suits with the headgear and like the samurai right. padded outfit. And we used to go in the park and stick fight and people would just freak out in the costume. They'd be like, what are these guys doing? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It was just full, full, almost samurai riot gear. And we're just hitting each other with sticks in the park. And just like, it was just. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, here, here he talks a little bit about, uh, towards the end of this video, he talks a little bit about the five ways of attack and he, 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 he frames it in a way like what a lot of people think the five ways of attack are. And then kind of like, um, says that maybe, maybe that's not the way it should be. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's get night in the hospital. <laughs> That's cool. So what um, now you guys learn from him after this. So uh, obviously I just showed some select clips. I didn't show the whole thing there. Um, is this still pretty similar to how he presented it to you guys? Or do you see that he had also then uh, moved quite beyond what he was showing there or uh, what talk a little bit about maybe the evolution of, of big Sean from what you see here. Yeah. I mean, that's a very basic kind of just a basic video that he's doing, but I think the evolution there is that the five ways are meant to deal with different types of opponents. And so yes. you, like you said, you're not going to leave an opening for some, from someone like a boxer, you, you know, you have to use this different, different, ways of attack for different types of fighters. And you, you do that by learning how to read habits, reactions, and preferences really quick. Yeah. Sean, you know? Sean was way ahead of his time. And I mean, it, it, still to this day, people, when they talk about the five ways, and I just saw a video the other day by a very prominent instructor when they're explaining the five ways and it's, and he's having one person demonstrate, and it's just about that person demonstrating, not about the opponent he was demonstrating on. It is always, okay, simple direct attack or, you know, attack by combination or, you know, and it's just them showing techniques on might as well have been a bob, you know, right. might as well have been a heavy bag. It's never taken into account the opponent and when you use these and why you use those, the diff, you know, the different five ways of attack, you know, which one is good for, what type of fighter and i mean sean's been doing that since since day one it was always taking into account the opponent and i you know i think that's missing in so much jkd out there and uh, right right no i think you're right because uh, even you know I, I have very limited exposure to jkd and still do um but you, my impression just because i had i had read you know i bought all the jkd books and i'd seen all that stuff and thought about the five ways of attack it just kind of seemed like, okay, it's either a simple attack or it's like hand immobilization. It just seemed like, well, you're just doing these things um, uh, as if like you just have five random choices for which to do at exactly. towards someone, right? And Sean was the first person to kind of explain that to me that, you know, this is for different types of opponents and you need to, you need to figure out exactly, you know, which one is the right one to use. And, um, and then he, he explained to me and he also asked me a lot of those kind of questions. Like I can imagine what, like what Steve Golden would do to him. Well, like, you know, well, if I do this and you know, what are the options the other person has? And then we'd list it. And then, then he would kind of start to frame it in that way. And that was the first time I realized that, oh, there's, um, this is absolutely um, a, a lot more to it than I thought there was. And be, besides Sean, I mean, cause obviously I, I had the chance to talk to him. 
I've rarely seen many JKD instructors, and of course, my exposure is still limited, really go into any kind of detail about why you use the five ways of attack and, and, and why they're set up the way they are. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's, that's kind of my observation. Was that the core of what he trained with you guys? Like, like did you have to learn that first, how to use the five ways of attack? Uh, or is that something, was it a gradual process? Or how did he... How did he integrate that? Uh, is that something you learned early on? Is that something you he, he phases you into? Or like, where was that in the progression? I mean, it was definitely gradual. I mean, he did things like we would spar, you know, whatever. And he'd be like, all right, you're going to do, he'd tell one person, like, you're going to do this. This is what I want you to do. And then he'd have the other person, like, try to figure out what that person's doing and then use the correct five way to deal with that type of fighter. Instead of just having like me and Chris go at each other the whole time where I'm always fighting Chris and Chris is always fighting me because, you know, not all the five ways are going to work against or the same ones are going to work against that work on me and vice versa. So we would have to kind of role play and try to morph into the fighter that is required to train the other person's ability with the five ways. Yeah. yeah. And Sean's, I mean, Sean's basic description of JKD was controlling timing, timing, timing dis rhythm and distance embraced by the five ways of attack you know so it's always talking about you know the distance of the opponent the rhythm of the opponent you know um working on your timing versus their timing not just oh can i you know sitting at home doing solo drills on timings working against you know progressive resistance on timing and then being able to identify an opponent and what five ways of attack are going to work against that opponent, what aren't, um, you know, and, and we really do scenario-based training on developing that. Um, just like I know you do, Alex, when you, you know, have one of your students say, all right, you're a boxer now, and how's right. my big tongue going to work on, on a boxer? Right. Um, so that was the core of, of, of Sean's JKD. And, um, you know, and he just, that, he just would think about it all day, every day, and, um, you know, come up with drills and scenarios and, you know, just little bits of in pieces for us to work on um, when developing that. Understood, understood. So I, I wanted to uh, actually just mention something to everyone because as, and I'm going to put this into the, um, into the comments on Facebook for those of you who are following us over there. Um, Wing Chun Illustrated Magazine, which most people know that uh, I write for, uh, and also people probably know that in the latest issue I wrote, because um, I have a column in there, the, the Kung Fu Genius column, I wrote uh, a little bit about Big Sean in there, and uh, uh, a lot of people want to, to actually get a, a hard copy of it, and uh, the magazine, Wing Chun Illustrated Magazine is a digital magazine. Um, but uh, you can also buy like a print on demand. If you guys, a lot of people, my, my parents even got one, uh, the actual print on demand copy that. of that. I got that in the mail the other day. Yeah, yeah. And it, um, yeah, I think a lot of people have gotten it. We probably helped to boost Wing Chun Illustrated sales of uh, the hard copy, right? Uh, so yeah. for people who are interested in that, uh, you can, you can uh, get the hard copies of any of the issues at any time. Um, but that is the um, the latest issue um, with uh, I think Freddie Wong on the cover, and so uh, you know I, I definitely uh, invite you guys to go there and and to get it. And I also want to let you guys know about um, a special because uh, um, I have a as many people know I have a Kung Fu Genius YouTube channel, 
and Wing Chun Illustrated um, has given me a, a code for Kung Fu Genius. Uh, Kung Fu Genius listeners, I know it's on Dudes of Kung Fu, but if you guys are if you guys want to get a one month free trial for online for Wing Chun Illustrated magazine, uh, you can go to WCI Newsstand. WCI, I'll put it in the uh, in the comments here. Newsstand. It's got it's got to have two S's. The newsstand and use. Uh, I'm typing as fast as I can here. KFG trial. There you go. Boom. All right. So I just put that in the comments. So if you uh, want to have, um, uh, you go to wingchunnewsstand.com and then use the code KFG trial, which is on there. And with that code, you can get uh, one free month. And it's like an all access thing too. So you can see all the issues from when they started like uh, 2011 or 2010 or something like that, um, all the way to today for, for uh, one month. So you can see the issue if you want to. Of course, if you want to print on demand, you have to go um, uh, go and uh, uh, order that. But um, this is kind of like a special for technically for the Kung Fu Genius fans, but I figured since I was here and everyone wants to know about that, that issue, I'd um, put that up there for you guys. So I hope you guys enjoy that. Uh, all right, so let's uh, let's we got a, a, a few minutes left in the video. Let's take a look, see what we got here. All right, <clears throat> I share this. Boom. All right, Pam. Okay, here we go. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yes, I should have left those in. All right. And then we're going to stay here for 10 minutes on them. <laughs> so like, uh, um, actually, I meant to put that clip at the very end because it's kind of like a bit of an outro clip. But what I like there is like the one thing that I, I, I really love about Big Sean is that it was always about helping people out. You know, you can even hear at the end of the video there. It's like, yeah, if you guys need help, you know, go ahead and contact us. And here's you know, my personal number. <laughs> such a maniac, right? Uh, yeah, such a, such a maniac. I, I remember, and I've said this so many times, this would blow me away. He'd give his cell phone number out on the podcast. And I'd be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Like, uh, you know, but he he really wanted to help people and and that was 100 percent uh genuine you know and and even people that uh you know that were kind of difficult or people that you know uh, i considered even he considered like kind of lost causes he would still put in the time and answer them and uh you know just um really really unbelievable and you can hear there at the end on that final clip that he's like you know one thanking everyone who helped them but two kind of like hey if you guys need help i mean for him it was all about the process you know and and so i mean how can how can you not love that guy right yeah so, i mean every every march for the last i don't know five six years we've gone to staten island and did like a kung fu weekend and at least three or four of those times he always had somebody else come in with us because that person he had been talking to that person that person had called him up you know called his cell phone that he put either put on his website or gave out on the podcast or something. And, um, 
you know, you would always have this guy. He'd, he'd always say, you know, this guy's really interested. He's a really nice guy. We talk all the time. You know, he called me up. He wants to to work with us. And he would have just a, you know, a random person there that we would meet for the first time and then like help out and try to teach him, you know, what we could with Jeet Kune Do and have a nice, nice weekend. Right. So he was always trying to help anybody who would want to learn or had any questions. He would always answer the phone. I bet you some of the listeners called that number and he would talk to them. Like, you know what I mean? I bet he was accessible through that number. Like, I guarantee you he talked to a bunch of people. Um, oh, and- he definitely did. He would forward me some of the interactions. Like if he couldn't answer something or he wanted to know if I knew who that person was. So I was in the loop pretty regularly whenever, um, yeah, he would, he would have a new one, uh, on there. And I'm just like, wow. Uh, as long uh, as they weren't talking JKD politics or Wing Chun politics, as long as it was about the practice of either art, he would answer and ask the, you know, he would answer the questions, answer the calls. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's take a look. I think we got some more five ways of attack stuff here. All right. They need a boom mic. <laughs> I love that wasn't attacked by draw that was attacked by stupidity <laughs> incredible incredible attack by luck is another one he used to I think that's one of Steve's Steve's sayings but he uh he always said that one too that's that you didn't really use a five way you just use attack by luck <laughs> and that's and that's what he refers to about the guys just kind of using the five ways as like throwing a ball and seeing if it sticks. You know, it's like, you know, you're you're using trapping or you're using whatever, and it just happens to work, even though it had no strategy, no control of distance, timing, or rhythm. It just happened to work because you were more athletic than the guy, you know, or something like that. It's it's just attacked by luck. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, uh, Frankie Ocasio has anyone ever contact uh, do you guys have contact with any of the other people who are in the video like he's uh, I never those... I never met them I don't I've heard no. their names but um, we know the guy filming yes okay <laughs> this keeps coming up I think there's like some stories the there yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no uh, I know Sean he might have been in contact with few of the older students i know some since his passing have you know have resurfaced and 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 we're still in contact with him but uh, but a lot of them um had fallen out especially since when he left brooklyn um obviously as you know getting to staten island um is a little difficult but so the recurring the recurring, it's it's so funny uh because i had made such a big joke about having to go out to staten island to see him and (laughs) having to cross water with Sherpas and you have to bring your machetes to cut through the heavy brush and everything and just how difficult it is to get out there. Um, I wrote in, in the, the book that I'm writing about the, the big show. And I also wrote in the Wing Chun Illustrated um, article about like what a pain in the ass it was to go out to Staten Island. 
and then um of course when i asked john to write something that he he automatically made all these jokes about like how much i loved going to staten island and that i was going to move out there and all that i was reading it i think it was the funniest thing so it's like such a i mean i think people who don't live in new york or haven't been in new york don't realize it yeah staten island is technically part of new york city but <laughs> but not really like you can't take a subway there. Uh, you have to, you know, uh, commandeer a Sherpa and a canoe. I realized how much of a pain in the ass it was because we've been going down for years and it was always the same trip, whatever, until Mark Phillips was up and I came and met you and Jim Rosalando and Mark and hung out and helped and went to Mark's seminars, um, which were in Manhattan, I think. I got on a plane at nine, am in boston i was eating breakfast with you at 10 15 you know in downtown in downtown new york you know yeah. where staten island we've spent seven hours trying to get down there from boston you know I think our record's 10 but that might have been on the way home yeah. wow wow so someone asked on the comments what's a sherpa um, <laughs> Okay, you're gonna have to do what everyone else does. Go to Google, all right? <laughs> yeah, but you need a Sherpa sometimes too to get from Manhattan to Staten Island, all right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So let's take a look at the last part uh, here that I cut. All right. So. Uh, you guys, do you guys see the video there yet? Hold on. Yep. Okay. They were like, get out of the frame. <laughs> the guy just ran off. Such a great outro. And then he'll stay there for the next 10 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go that's the video uh, i mean that's the cut i made of it i mean it's three for people who are interested it's it's three videos three instructional videos and all jokes aside yeah it's got like some shoddy uh, uh production quality and it's definitely you know of its time i'm sure big sean had had developed himself uh uh quite a bit from them but i'll tell you what i mean i've seen a lot of jkd instructional videos and you're very rarely going to find anyone who's just going to in such a direct and straightforward way really just show that stuff and be like hey this is this is the basic footwork this these are the basic strategies these are the basic drills and you know it's not everything in jeet kundo but if you're going to start this is a really good place and yeah, so and uh, it was yeah. the core of what he did you yeah. know and he was throwing it on the video yeah yeah, and, and even in all my conversations with him, you know, he would bring up all this stuff. And then when I finally had a chance to see the video, it was a lot of the same stuff that he would talk to me about when he talked about JKD. So like, even if he felt that he had moved beyond that in, uh, a little bit or had developed himself a little bit further, but there's a certain core of what he taught and what he uh, placed value on that doesn't seem to have changed much. And you still, you still hear it and see it in there. It's a lot of the conversations I had with him mirror the exact things he shows in those videos. Yeah. Yeah, no, he didn't really waver too much. I mean, he, he figured it out early on and uh, only progressed there with it. Um, you know, I'm sure Johnny could figure out probably a way to get these accessible for the fans for, uh, you know, I don't know, for... Johnny or, or you know whatever 
he decides on that, but I imagine that Johnny can figure that out in conjunction with you. You should just sell them for a lot of money. Now these things are now these things are worth a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. should have the gold edition with like the DVD extras, which is like this as the commentary. Yeah. And then like the cuts there. at yeah. the end. <laughs> the Sean, the big Sean roast. But and, I'm sure, uh, yeah. I'm sure like, I, don't, I don't think that it was in there in the in the cut that you just made, but like I remember watching the trapping the trapping video and he says in it you know tra trapping's not something it's a, it's like oh he said something like it's ha it's something that just happens and let me tell you his views on trapping went <laughs> leaps and bounds beyond that because he, he definitely doesn't didn't think that it's something that just happens it was a it's a way of attack meaning you attack with it you know not it just happens when when an obstruction comes up or something like that Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, like that was on the video, just like little for, little things like that. For the, for the fans who want to see these videos, uh, yeah, go ahead and contact uh, John Madigan on Facebook, and he can he can set that up for whatever whatever your price is, <laughs> or whatever his price is, I should say. A million dollars. <laughs> A million dollars. <laughs> Yeah, really, really fantastic stuff. I thought that was absolutely great. I got a couple, uh, before we get out of here, just a couple of things I want to um, uh, pitch for, you, for uh, everyone out here. Of course, you guys know that I have a new uh, podcast myself, The Kung Fu Genius. It lives both on YouTube and also on Spotify, iTunes, all those kinds of things. I've been enjoying that immensely. You've been pumping them out. You're going to run out of things to talk to, talk about? <laughs> no, because uh, um, I, uh, this is all I do. And, yeah. and so I have lots and lots of stories. And, you know, there's a new audience, so I can just rehash some old dude stuff on there. No one's heard it before, right? <laughs> so just, it's in a different studio, so it looks different, right? Uh, yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Uh, doing a lot of, like, history and lore and stuff. And uh, the, next, the next one that's coming out is on Monday. And I actually talk about my time training Wing Chun at the castle in Germany. Lots of crazy stuff. I almost got inducted into the German military and like all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, Monday's episode is going to be wild. I think you guys will like that. And of course, if you guys have ideas um, out there, you can always write that in the YouTube comments, kind of things you guys want me to talk about. I will probably at some point do uh, something about Big Sean, like do a Big Sean episode on the Kung Fu genius, uh, when I can get through an hour of talking about him without bawling and crying, uh, I'll probably do a Big Sean episode uh, at some point. And uh, of course, you know, would love, uh, would love uh, any ideas you guys have. In the time being, I'm going to do some deep dives in Bruce Lee stuff and uh, Wing Chun stuff. And I hope you guys like that. And uh, for people who are interested in my new book, I have, I have uh, uh, on, on my website, citywt.com. Uh, that's C-I-T-Y-W-T.com. You can pre-order my new book. It'll be in probably about uh, four to six weeks, uh, but you got to pre-order it because uh, the thing's going to sell out very, very fast. If you want the signed copy, which is normally five bucks more, you can use the code KFGSIGN. Uh, that's K-F-G-S-I-G-N, KFGSIGN. And uh, get that $5 wave for the signed version of that and uh, get that on pre-order. Uh, people seem to really uh, enjoy that. There's a nice little dedication for Big Sean in there as well. I uh, hope you guys uh, like that. So, um, yeah, cool to see the fans out there writing and, uh, and commenting. Really cool stuff. Yeah, a bunch of people already pre-ordered. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, German military, yeah. Uh, if you guys want to hear the story about how I managed to get out of German military service, because I, I went to Germany to do Wing Chun full-time 
Uh, and I'm also a German citizen. I'm also an American citizen, but German German men at that time had to. Uh, the compul uh, it was compulsory to have military service. So I have a whole story in there about how how I got out of military service. It's funny as hell. Uh, so uh, and I have a live premiere for that video. On uh, uh, it'll premiere live on YouTube on Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you guys are on YouTube and you follow the Kung Fu Genius channel. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be on there if you want to chat with me while the uh, video premieres live. And uh, for our old dudes of Kung Fu Patreon supporters, I have a Patreon page for The Kung Fu Genius. It's patreon.com slash The Kung Fu Genius. And I'll put that in the comments after today's episode, uh, patreon.com slash The Kung Fu Genius. You can get episodes early. So that episode that comes out Monday is already out for our Patreon supporters. And I have uh, the audio translations of both of the Yip Man interviews with uh, New Model Magazine. Uh, my wife translated them from Chinese into English and I speak them into existence. So you can hear the two interviews with Grandmaster Yip Man uh, for the first time ever. That's uh, for all of our Patreon supporters that's on there too, as well as a bunch of other goodies. So um, yeah, uh, you guys have anything else you guys wanna say before we get out of here? Um, no, this has been, I mean, this has been a great honor. This has been a lot of fun. Seth and I and, you know, Sean's family really appreciate everything you've been doing since, um, well, before and since, you know, and since Sean's passing and, and keeping, um, you know, his legacy going. Um, the Wing Chun Illustrated article was amazing, um, you know, and it's just been really great to see the support for Sean and his family and from everybody all over the world, really. Uh, Frank Ocasio, I'm sorry, I'm, hopefully I'm saying that right, ask if we still practice. Uh, absolutely. We are both about 20 miles north of Boston. Um, Big JKD lives on. So if you, anyone's up in this area or wants to talk JKD or anything, feel free to reach out to either me, Chris Kennedy, or Seth McCullum. Um, you know, we're happy to help you guys in any way along your journey, just like Sean was for anyone else, for anyone that reached out. So, um, awesome. yeah, Seth, you got anything? No, you said it all, bud. Awesome. And uh, for you guys, we're going to do this Dudes of Kung Fu Legacy live. I'll have, uh, I'm going to try to get different guests every time so that it's not just me talking. People have enough of that. Uh, and I've set uh, the next few, I think, like the next two or three, if you guys follow the Dudes of Kung Fu Facebook page, you'll actually see the dates for the future ones. They're set as events. So you can RSVP to them. And as new ones come out, I'll set those dates. I'm going to try to keep them about every six to eight weeks because I got a lot of Kung Fu Genius stuff I got to do, but we'll, we'll try to do this at least in the foreseeable future, about every six to eight weeks. So we can come here. Maybe I'll get some old guests from uh, Dudes of Kung Fu on here and uh, we'll uh, talk some Wing Chun and JKD. So, um, well, that's it from me, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks to all the fans for being there. It's so cool to see you guys. And uh, yeah, uh, we had a lot of fun. It was great to see, great to see Sean again. That made me really happy. <laughs> See you guys. Good to see you. All right, guys. Take, Take care. care. Stay safe. Bye-bye.